Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Here's Michael at the foul line. A shot on Elo. Good! The Bulls win it! They win it! Pippen runs down the lane. Dumps it out the horse. Packs it for three! Yeah! yeah! Rose crosses over the fadeaway. Got it! step back and kiss myself! Oh my gosh, it's over! Windy City Assassin does it again! That's four wins in a row for the Chicago Bulls. First time we've been able to say those words since February of 2022. That's how long it's been since there's been a four-game winning streak. Can they keep it going, though, is the question. Not so sure about that. We also got more reporting on trade rumors, because that's what we do on this show now is trade rumors. We're going to dive into all angles of it on today's episode of Believe in Bulls. They're on the Believe Network, presented by BetOnline.ag. I'm host, Nick Schultz, alongside my partner, former Bulls bench Bob member in Tennessee, Vol, C.J. Watson. CJ, four in a row, baby. It's getting fun. They're fun to watch. Yeah, fun to watch, fun to play. Uh, they're playing with effort and energy, and that's what we love to see. Wasn't the case to start the year, but they've no. <laughs> found a new gear since the Celtics kind of blew the doors off of them and then threw them out of the building. But they're fun, even without Zach Levine still playing well. We're going to point out a couple guys who deserve more credit than I think they're getting just because of the nature of the landscape. But before we do anything else, a message from our great sponsor, betonline.ag. BetOnline remains your top spot for all your live betting action and contests. NFL, college football, UFC, and NHL are all in full swing. It is bowl season, baby, for college football. Get college hoops as well. That's getting really fun, too. BetOnline is your number one source for wagering news, odds, trends, and predictions with both desktop and mobile access at any time. Head to BetOnline today and use our promo code BELIEVE to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. It's B-L-E-A-V. Get that 50% bonus at Bet Online. It's where the game starts. Big win for Yavals the other day over Illinois with a fight in the line eye. That's an yeah. interesting game to watch on both sides. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Glad we won, though. <laughs> hey, take a win. Just win, yeah. baby. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and also, before we get before we dive into more hoops here, we got a message. It's the holiday season. As happens, I finally broke out the Christmas sweaters. I got another couple I might wear here in the next couple of weeks. If you need a last minute gift, Shop.believe.com is your place to go. We have an official T-shirt of our show, Jordan Pippen 98, The Last Dance, exclusively at Shop.believe.com. Again, a lot of great stuff. This list of shows is growing rapidly. There's plenty of new stuff. If you want a last-minute gift for your favorite Bulls fan, though, Jordan Pippen 98, The Last Dance, campaign-style shirt, Shop.believe.com. Links in my social media bios. We have two weeks out from the big day. I have not started my shopping yet. If you haven't, I just gave you a link. I got you. Four in a row for the Bulls. They beat the Spurs 121-112. to 112. Spurs, man. That's... I feel bad for Wemby. First year, he played well. He played really yeah. well, but yeah. 16 in a row. Oh, man. But hey, I'll take a win. Yeah, definitely for sure. You know, you feel bad for the Spurs, but you know, that was a, they knew that was the case going in. Uh, it was going to be a developing year, uh, especially for Wemby. So uh, just to see him keep improving is a good thing. Uh, injury free is a good thing. But, you know, uh, the talk of the town is, is the Bulls and their, their four wins in a row. And, what they're playing, how they're playing, and, and, and doing it, just everyone's contributing. Wasn't easy. They trailed after the first quarter, and it had everybody wondering, are they going to do this? <laughs> really going to do this right now? And they they rallied back. Credit to them for doing that. Like that, It's one of those games where, like, do they win that a few weeks ago? Do they win that last year? Came back, found a way to win. I don't care how ugly it was. I even tweeted the Al Davis gif after the game. Just win, baby. 
just yeah. win. That's what it is in this league. Yeah, for sure. And uh, wins are hard to come by. You know, people don't understand that, but I think uh, you know the players understand that, and uh, just the the development they've been doing the, this throughout this whole year without with with, this, with all the drama going on. You know, injuries also. Uh, they're playing great so far. First four-game winning streak, as I said, since February of 2022. To put that into perspective, it was about a month after Lonzo got hurt. That's how long it's been. So (laughs) it's been been a while, is what I'm saying. (laughs) 9 and 14 is the record. If you're into standings watching on December 12th, December 11th, they're a game out of the play-in tournament. Shams noted that today. Don't buy too much stock into that. This is going to change a lot. But it's one of those things. You've got to ride the horse till she bucks you. Like, this is – got good vibes right now. Keep it yeah, going. for sure. Definitely. You definitely want to keep it going. And I think if you just look back over the four four game win streak, they scored over 100 points and all those all those games. And uh, they can keep playing at this pace uh, offensively, a um, little play, a little better defense, uh, shoot better from the three, uh, make some some free throws. Uh, they're not shooting that great from the free throw line. So but uh, like I said, all in all, they still been winning these games and these are winnable games. But they can just, you know, uh, do the same thing as this competition gets stiffer, you know, just want to continue that ride. Free throws are free, kids. Yep. Just remember that. <laughs> free throws are free at DeMar, yep. which DeMar has acknowledged. The free throw shooting hasn't been what it is. And he's not just hearing it from all the fans. He's hearing it from his kids, too. Yeah. Like, it's not, It hasn't been the greatest year for DeMar from the line. But if you're going to – as long as you're winning games, though, that'll come, I feel like. It could just be the yips. Like It could just be struggling right now. I don't know if it's a mental thing. I don't know how you fix that because I'm yeah. not good at the whole shooting the basketball thing. But <laughs> – I don't know. How do you go about fixing free throw issues? I've always uh, been curious about this. Yeah, just repetition, repetition and confidence, you know, just stepping to the line, you know, doing whatever routine they have and then just going to the line with confidence. I think once you see one go in, uh, you get that confidence and, uh, you know, hopefully the rest of them will follow through. Yeah, I hope Damar starts making them work because he's getting to the line a lot like usual. He's just not making them at the same pace he has been, but they're still winning games. So it hasn't come back to bite them yet. Right. Still early, though. The biggest thing here, this group... They're firing on all cylinders. That's the best way to put it. The offense looks good. Yeah, the defense, you know what you're getting with the defense. But the big thing is they're still playing well. They're playing as a unit. Still no Zach Levine. That's going to be another couple of weeks yet before he comes back, and that's before we start talking about him coming back. Some good signs from these young guys. Kobe White, Patrick Williams. These young guys are stepping up. It's a good sign as we go into what's going to be a make-or-break month, month and a half for this roster makeup. Yeah, I think all the guys that we've been critical of, they've definitely stepped up. Uh, they have this opportunity to to take more shots, to get more playing experience, and to just carry a, a bigger load. And I think they're doing that right now. Uh, Patrick Williams is playing great. Uh, Kobe White, uh, the bench is playing great. Torrey Craig is coming off the bench and giving them spark. Alex Caruso is doing what he normally does, you know, just playing hard and, and being that energy guy. And uh, everyone just feeds off of it, and I think it's great to see. Big thing with Caruso is his health. He seemed like he irritated that foot injury. And that late in that game against the Spurs, he left, didn't come back. Still monitoring that. Obviously, they play the Bucks Monday night after we're done recording, so he might be back. Still, even if he's back, something to keep an eye on there. But Patrick Williams has been the biggest story so far because, I mean, we were early in the year. Not very good. Not a yeah, very good not, start to the year. <laughs> yeah, we we're, were definitely critical of him. Like I said, I, I thought he was going to have a big breakout year. Um, still early. Uh, he still, like I said, still has opportunities. And with Zach out, there's another guy for him. That's not going to take a lot of shots. So somebody has to take those shots, and he's uh, he's getting some of those, and he's making the most out of it. Hey, I'm not ruling out a breakout year at this point. Like, few weeks ago, yeah, I was ready yet. to. Just, it, was, it was that bad to start the year. <laughs> I was just wondering, like, okay, year four now. Yeah. What are we doing? 
Right. Now he goes out and sets a career high with 20 points. That's pretty, pretty good. And that's a streak. Now he had six straight double-digit scoring games. That streak broke in the last game against Charlotte, but he had nine rebounds. I'll take I'll take nine rebounds and eight points. Like that's yeah. score another way, find a way to impact the game in other ways. Mm-hmm. Then he goes out and drops 20 on San Antonio. Yes, I know it's the Spurs. I understand they've lost 16 games in a row. You gotta mm-hmm. that's part of the caveat here. However, still pretty, pretty good. Seems like he's figuring it out. I don't know if we need yeah. to see more, but that's what it looks like to me. Yeah, I just want to see a, a steady dose of it. You know, being consistent, I think, is the biggest part for any NBA player. And then just getting that confidence. Like I said earlier, he's just getting that opportunity um, and he's taking, making the most out of it. And that's what you want to see a, a, from a guy like in year four, you know, steady progressing uh, with still high hopes, you know, high high expectations. And he's still trying to figure it out. I feel like in, uh, in the game, of, the NBA game is hard to figure out, especially as a rookie. And uh, or someone on a, on a first year deal, so you know a lot of pressure coming up, and I'm sure he wants a, a big payday this summer. So you know he's trying to play up to that part. I still don't buy the two hundred million dollar payday. <laughs> still, hey, I still shoot think for the that's stars. <laughs> hey, go for it. You can ask for it, but right. that's still when that came out. That I said it at the time. That reeked of somebody's trying. It's a negotiating tactic. Right. Yeah, so, yeah. 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 We saw this with Shohei Otani when we were playing. Where in the world isn't Shohei Otani last week? This team was getting interested. He was on the plane somewhere else, and it seemed like it was kind of a leverage play a little bit. Could for also sure. be putting pressure on him to be like, okay, this is what you're capable of. Yeah. This is what we're ready to ask for. Go prove that you're ready for this. I'm not saying he's ready for it yet, but he's showing good enough signs here that when the time comes that you have to extend him or make a decision on him because he's going to be a restricted free agent, yeah. it's going to get a little easier to justify bringing him back because he's getting it done on both ends. Yeah, if he keeps playing like this, he can ask for you know whatever he wants <laughs> at the end of the day. Yeah. So, And I think the Bulls are going to have to just make that choice. Uh, like I said, you just want to hopefully he'll just continue to, you know, keep rising, keep playing uh, this type of basketball, just being consistent, I think, is the biggest part for him and any any player, you know, working and looking for that that type of that type of deal and type of money. Someone who was in the spot last year was Kobe White. Kobe White didn't get the didn't have his option picked up. He's going to be a restricted free agent. Worked on his game over the offseason. Got even better. Feels like he's finally hit that groove. He's now, I think, tied for fifth in the league and three-pointers made, which for a team that's not very good at shooting the three, you have a proven threat. And he's also, his ball handling has gotten better. His passing has gotten better. His defense has gotten better. He's the guy that's kind of driving this whole thing with Zach Levine out. And you talk about other guys stepping up. I think it starts with him. I think so, too. And I think the biggest thing for me is his decision-making. Uh, I think that's the biggest thing also, you know, playing point guard is a hard, tough position. I feel like I uh, haven't played it and uh, it's not easy. <laughs> you got to try to get your shots. You got to make sure everyone else is getting their shots, uh, not turn the ball over, run the offense that coach wants to run and just make just make sure everything is in sync and in flow. And I think he's doing a great job with that so far. Uh, it wouldn't be shocking to me if he's in the three point contest this year with the, with the way he's shooting the ball. And hopefully, you know, he can get a nod and the Bulls can keep playing well. Well, the last guy to be in the three point contest didn't do so well. And that would be exactly. <laughs> but hopefully he does better than that if he gets the if he gets right. the call. But I, I, yeah. I don't even. Where's the All Star game at this year? I haven't. Even, I haven't even thought about. This. Is it in India this year? Yeah, yeah. That's it. Ooh, that's interesting. That's three hours for me. Okay, that's a story yeah. for another time. Um, <laughs> but he's playing at a high level though, and for a guy that came in as a two guard, and that was yeah. what he was at North Carolina, and he was good two guard. To come in, transition to point guard, where they were trying, they kept trying, like, he's going to be a true point guard. He's going to be a true point guard. It just didn't work. 
Yeah. He has worked on, I walked through the aspects of the games. He's worked on it every year. He's finally proving he can be that true point guard, especially with the way that position is in the modern NBA. Like it feels like, and I mean, obviously you would be the one to ask about it. It feels like with the way the point guard position is developing, Kobe White is the perfect guy to lead this team like that with a shoot first. Yeah, for sure. I think, you know, this point guard position these days is like most two guards are are transitioning into, into point guard. So I, I think it's definitely going to be an adjustment. Uh, you see like guys like Russell Westbrook. Uh, I, don't, I don't think Dane Limert is a true point guard, but he's uh, a natural scorer. And you know, that's a position he has to play. He's probably too too small to play the two. So I definitely think it's definitely a great transition for, for Kobe and he's doing a great job so far. And taking multiple years to do this. You yeah. weren't in a win now mode. I don't mind having... I don't want to use the term project, but he was a project. If you're trying to turn him into, if you're taking a guy from the two guard spot to the one guard to number one, that's a project that you're trying to work yeah. on. You weren't sure. going to win anything. So I don't mind the way this process played out. He got a pretty good contract too. Like he didn't get like an absurd amount. You have right. him locked in now for at least the next two years. So the fact that with, with Zach out and we'll see what happens with the Mar more on that in a second, Kobe, it's Kobe White's, one of the guys that you say, this is his team. I think it's him. It's Patrick Williams. And I think maybe he hasn't put up the numbers you want, but it's Iowa's team too. Yeah, for sure. I think definitely if you're going to be a bad team, you want to definitely continue to develop your young guys and, and see what you got in them. And you got two or three good pieces right there that you can build around. And, you know, if you get a franchise player, you can, uh, you know, build around those guys. So I think these are definitely at the core of the, the future of the Chicago Bulls. Absolutely. hundred percent. And speaking of the future, there's a lot of trade chatter. Every show, we got some kind of trade rumors at this point. That's where we're at. This team is in that <laughs> it's in that in-between spot where you don't want to hold on to the entire roster, but you don't want to trade everybody. Like, trades are coming. Right. It's a matter of who's getting traded. And it obviously, the first name that comes up is Zach Levine. We've heard the rumors. Trade request without saying the words trade request is what this feels like. Shams, Monday morning, this was like right before I was getting ready to put the rundown together, put out his inside pass. 76ers and Lakers are expected to be suitors for Zach now. Philadelphia has consistently denied this. This has been going on for a few weeks. We've heard the 76ers chatter. Every time this happens, the team denies it, or someone from the team denies it. <laughs> I don't know what to make of that part of it, but the Lakers are interesting because the Lakers have come up the last couple of years. So just on the surface, Sixers and Lakers, for argument's sake, Zach's fit with either of these two, two teams. What do you think? Uh, I, I think I like him uh, on the Sixers better. Uh, I think they need a little bit more shooting. Uh, they got some guards out there that can uh, not really create their shots like Zach can. Uh, so I definitely think he's a more better fit with like a Joel Embiid, Tyrese Maxey type of guy. Um, I don't know if he fits better with the, the Lakers. I think the Lakers are rolling right now. They're playing great yeah. basketball. They're getting healthy. Uh, you can see the way they guard. Uh, the offense, they just basically just run pick and roll <laughs> and just take the best shot. They really don't have an offense. Uh, when you have guys like LeBron and AD. So but I, I think uh, their wings are pretty much, you know, secure over there. Not secure, but, you know, just stacked, really. Uh, they got so many different options and lineups they can probably hit you with that can, you know, tire you down throughout the, the pace of the game. Like we saw the championship uh, playing tournament with they, they deal with Hallam Burton. So I definitely think he fits better with the 76ers. I was going to say, in-season tournament champion, yeah. LA Lakers. Uh, that's right, fun CJ. too. We're gonna we're gonna talk about later at the end of the show. We're gonna talk a little bit about the, about the in season tournament because it's really that's an interesting idea that the NBA put together there. But I like kind of the way you think too with the better fit with the 76ers. Like that yeah. team, you lost Harden, and now 
when I say this, I'm not comparing Zach to James Harden. Different, vastly different style of games. Yeah. But you also, Harden can shoot the ball. That right. part of Harden's game, Philly misses. Now, question for Philly. Are you willing to take on A, Zach's contract, and B, pay for him? Because it's not going to be cheap when if you're the Bulls and you're trading a guy that you decided to build around. Right. And then also on the 76 side, who do you give up? Do you part with exactly. uh, Tobias Harris or Batum or, you know, maybe the young star and Tyrese Maxey, who I think is pretty much untouchable, but, you know, I, I think wouldn't, that's just, yeah. If <laughs> I'm the Sixers, I'm not, I'm not trading Maxey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me neither. And uh, like I said, I think that's just the biggest thing. Who do you give up and what do you want to build around? Is Joel and B going to stay? Uh, you know, all that kind of stuff. So definitely things like that. Uh, to make the big fella happy. That, Cause that's your, I'm sure number one priority is making that guy happy. <laughs> if I'm the bulls, I'll take Tyrese Maxey in a heartbeat. Yeah, yeah. Like if that's what you want to build a package around, fine. fine. Yeah, if yeah, I'm, if I'm sure. Philly, I'm hanging up the phone. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> that's a, that's a, I don't think that's a starter unless they're, cause that's your second leading scorer. I was pulling up the stats as you were talking there. Maxey's averaging 27 points a game. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I wouldn't do that if I'm Philly. But yeah. if that's the bull's asking uh, price, you got to start asking some questions here about how serious these trade talks are. Yeah. Tobias Harris is interesting to me. I just don't know how he'd fit in with this current roster makeup. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I don't want to, you don't want to get too far into the weeds with that. Cause again, if the team didn't consistently deny that these rumors existed or denied there was any interest, maybe there'd be some smoke, but the yeah. 76ers thing just feels weird to me. I agree. He's a fit with the roster, but the rumors just feel off yeah i think it's just the nba no one no one wants to really show their hand and say that we're interested or we're trying to get this well, especially in december yeah yeah for sure yeah you never know what could happen you know along the lines from now until january 15th so uh, i think they everyone just wants to hide their hand for now and and just keep everything in-house and uh somehow all these rumors keep getting out i don't know i don't know how, i don't know how shams or Woj does it they, they pull the the juicy details all the time <laughs> And I, those guys are relentless. And I mean, I've seen it with, I've seen it with Shams personally, because he was, he was a senior at Loyola when I was a freshman. Like that's how close the age gap is. And he was, we'd be, I'd see him on the campus shuttle bus going between the two campuses. And I mean, he was always on his phone. I don't think I ever saw him look up. Like they are just relentless with this stuff. And I, I couldn't imagine doing that. And I say, as I'm wall to wall college football, I don't, I don't have the sources, but that's, I couldn't imagine doing that and with like that's why when they get this stuff and you start thinking okay the 76ers the lakers would be interesting like you said they're they're rolling but it's a matter of you add uh, zach's a high level score no matter how you put yeah. it if you add that to this team hey you got you got to think about okay what are the lakers going to give up for him because right are they if you go trade for zach levine who's going to get you 2025 a game you're pushing all your chips to the middle of the table yeah. if you're LA. Your win now mode, and I think, uh, especially with LeBron and AD, he's not gonna have the ball in his hands that like like that, um, like he's used to. So I don't know. Like I said, if you get a play like that, someone has to sacrifice, and I'm, it's probably not gonna be <laughs> LeBron or AD. <laughs> I, I wouldn't expect it to be. <laughs> yeah. I mean, LeBron's averaging almost seven assists this year, though. Yeah. So maybe if you add just one more scoring option there, like that way. Right. It's just one more that got that teams have to focus on too. Like yeah, you, could, yeah, sure. you, you look at the other side of it is it opens up more for a LeBron. It opens up a little more for if you yeah. move a guy off AD, it opens up a guy there. Like it's it's an interesting kind of it's an interesting game of chess. It's worth noting too. D'Angelo Russell, Rui Hachimura are both trade eligible January fifteenth. Now it's part of the timing of the Levine 
foot injury. Right. The first things people came up with were, huh, three to four weeks. Russell's eligible in three to four weeks. Hachimura's eligible in three to four weeks. Like, you can yeah. start piecing things together. But like you said, no one's going to show their hand in December. Yeah, yeah for sure. And, and like both those guys, D'Angelo Russell's playing great. Uh, Hachimura's kind of coming back from injury, but uh, trying to find his way uh, in, into the offense and stuff like that. But Cam Reddish is playing great. Uh, they got just got Vanderbilt back. So like I said, those guys, the Lakers are rolling. I don't know uh, what that would look like with, with Zach being there. But uh, like I said, they're uh, they're on pace to 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 be a, a contender again. Yeah, I think they're absolutely in that position. I think that's why a Levine trade would make sense because they're they look like they're ready to make a run. But at 14 yeah. and nine, they could be a piece away. Right. You never know. Um, another interesting name to watch is Demar. This also came up in Shams's column today. Uh, Sam Amick. I initially said it was Shams that reported this. It was Sam Amick that reported that the Heat and the Knicks are teams to watch. Shams confirmed that today. Miami and New York for Demar Derozan. I mean, both teams could use that veteran presence. I think he'd fit in well with the Heat culture in Miami, yeah. personally. But yeah. also watching Demar at the Garden, though. That'd be fun. <laughs> That'd be yeah, fun. yeah, for sure. I think both destinations would be de- definitely great. Uh, I think most of the time when when guys say their preferred destinations, they never get to go there. So <laughs> I would hope you know guys would not say that and just you know just let the chips fall where they may. But I, I definitely think he'll be. I think he fits better with uh, like a Jimmy Jimmy pairing. Uh, I think they definitely need some more scoring down there. And uh, like I said, who doesn't want to go to Florida and you know have sunshine throughout the year? <laughs> Working on it. Yeah, working on it. <laughs> Her brother lives in Pensacola. He's got a spare room. I'm working on right. it. Yeah. <laughs> like, God, could you imagine the Bulls fans' reaction if Demar goes down to Miami, pairs up with Jimmy, yeah. and they make a run at this thing? Like, I think Bulls Twitter would go into overdrive. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> like yeah. any anytime Jimmy does anything, anyway, right. Bulls Twitter goes into overdrive. <laughs> like you put Demar with him, and they go make a run at this thing. Um, I, I kind of want that to happen just for the entertainment value. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two two dogs playing together with a coach like Eric Sposa, one of the best in the league, and just that heat culture, like you said, it's always tough. It's grind grind now mode, and that's perfect for Demar. I think that fits perfect into his personality. Yeah, a hundred percent. And I think Miami right now, twelve and ten, not standings. Watching, I'm telling you where they're at. The standings, ninth in the standings right now. They're in the play in field. You get a guy like DeMar, that'll help you kind of close the gap there because it's tight right now. Miami's 12 and 10. The Pacers are in fifth place, 12 and 8. So they're tied yeah. in the win column. Like it's it's a tight race in the middle of the East. And if you're the Bulls, do you want to trade DeMar in the same conference? But also he's done plenty for this team over the last couple of years. I think he's earned the right to be like, hey, I yeah. wouldn't mind Miami. You know right. what I mean? For sure, yeah, definitely. I think so too. And he's a veteran; he never, you know, caused any any right. drama. One of the veteran leaders in this locker room, always trying to keep guys together and, and bring the young guys up and just teach them, regardless of the record, win or win or loss. Uh, he's definitely one of those guys you can count on each and every night. Yeah, I think that'd be more of like a thank you, and we don't. It's more of a we signed you to this contract. We don't want to let you walk for nothing. Right. Like yeah. I think I think if if I'm tomorrow, I'm sitting there going, "Do you not value me enough to just move right. me to a contender this year?" Yeah. But, and if you're the Bulls, I think Levine and DeRozan can get you first rounders, whether it's this year or future years. Yeah, you need sure. you need draft capital, bad. Yeah, yeah, really. Bad. Take that take that bait now and just you know just you know do right by them. I think they've you know been good to the franchise so far and uh, and just get to get to get to building for the future because that's what you need. Like you said, draft capital to build back this team and get it back to where it, uh, where it needs to be. 
please get draft picks. That's all <laughs> I ask. And one guy who could get you a bunch is Alex Caruso, but the sense from Shams is he's not going anywhere. I think that's understandable at this point yeah. if this team keeps playing the way it is, whether he, I mean, obviously the injury issues are a big part of this, but if they're playing like they are now for a long stretch here going up through January 15th, I think you hold on to Caruso unless you get an overwhelming offer from somebody right. who really wants him to make a run. Yeah, for sure. I definitely think so too. And like you said, it's all about uh, grooming these young guys. And if you trade Zach and uh, DeMar, you still need a veteran leader in there. And uh, that's what Alex Caruso brings you. And uh, maybe you never know. Uh, the Lakers might throw a big package at him. You know, who knows? I'm sure okay. they want another de- defensive guy, you know, who, who wants to get back out there. And I uh, heard rumors that he wants to go back there. So you never know. Okay. Right. <laughs> they want to throw it back. <laughs> Bring it. I don't care. That's right. fine. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's a business. Like, I don't. Three weeks ago, I was on the trade Alex Caruso train just because, th- I mean, that value. I'm just thinking, I'm thinking of that bag of picks and players yeah, yeah. that he can get. Now, with them, they've won four in a row, and this can all change in a week. They could lose four in a row and totally undo everything. But that's the nature of the business. But as we sit here right. now, if this keeps up, because he's under. He's got partial guarantee next year, and then he's a free agent in 25. So you got him for another year if you want him. Like this is not like an this is not like Demar's contract. It's not an expiring right. deal. So that's part of the part of the reason why I don't know about trading him at this point. Like I said, this can all change in two weeks. They could be they're nine and fourteen now. They could be nine and twenty-one. Right. You never know. If that happens, yeah. then we're, we're taking it. We're taking a different <laughs> tone over here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But I could see the Lakers, like if they want to. But if I'm AK, I'm not calling teams about AC. I'm, they call me. Yeah. And you better be ready to pay up. Yeah, for sure. Because you got you got something they want. And I think he's a, a great asset for any contender out there. Plays hard on both ends. Uh, can knock down the three. But like I said, it just gives that energy and that uh, Tommy, uh, Tommy defense that you need when you need uh, stops. Yeah, he drives this defensive unit. And even when he left against San Antonio, they kept the intensity because you've got to match. You yeah. know you've got to fill those shoes. For sure. So that's your trade rumor roundup, I guess. <laughs> this is the pretty much regular thing because this is it's that time of year. It's We're recording this December 11th. First trade date is coming up at the end of the week. You're going to start hearing more rumors. Like I remember yeah. we started, started the show when I did it solo. We started in January of 21, I think. And it was right around the time some rumors were coming up about the Bulls' interest in Lonzo Ball. So we're going to start getting into heavy rumor season. And we're still, I mean, it's been heavy just because it's Zach Levine related. But we're going to see what happens next. And obviously, before we wrap up, I just want to, we got to talk about the in-season tournament real quick. We talk about the Lakers a bit. That was exciting. What the NBA put on. Because normally this time of year, and I know I've, I've fallen into it for work purposes. Football, 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 November, December. People got excited about the NBA in early December. It was great. Yeah, it was fun. Uh, I mean, definitely it was fun because it was in my city, Las Vegas, not my exactly. city, but, you know, hometown or whatever. <laughs> but uh, definitely bringing uh, more more uh, energy and excitement to the city uh, and hopefully, you know, a future basketball team. But I think just getting the fans excited about basketball in December was, was fun, getting the players excited about it. And uh, obviously the perks and the money uh, kind of added to it. But you saw the, you know, the, the play, the competition was there. Um, everybody wanted to win. Uh, seemed like and everyone was just hype about the whole in-season tournament and, and also being the first I think when you're the first it, it makes a big difference of you know you're always in history did you get to go down there at all 
No, I didn't. My daughter actually had a volleyball tournament, so I gave my tickets oh, to my okay. parents. So they, gotcha. they enjoyed it. They said they had fun, and uh, it was a good game. <laughs> I'd say I was half looking for I watched inside the NBA a little bit. I'm like, okay, did he make it down there or not? Like it, <laughs> that looked, it looked like a good, fun party. And like I said, I'm curious. I haven't seen the ratings for it yet, but I want to know how ratings were as an average because it was yeah. – successful and i mean it i like that espn and tnt kind of partnered to like you had mike wilbon and stephen a smith on set with chuck and Shaq and kenny the jet like that was it was really cool they made it into this big celebration and i like the idea of a team in vegas i think i think i do do too i think it's definitely fun i'm definitely jealous i wish i would have played got a chance to play for the hometown team or play you know in the in the stadium and have my friends and family come watch but it's going to be exciting for the city and uh it's definitely i think the fans are going to love it and the city's going to support it and i like that they took it seriously like i, I was worried like okay is this going to be a gimmick i mean yeah. even before the year i didn't know what to expect we did a whole show right. about i don't know what to expect from this yeah they i mean lebron balled out ad oh my god like they right i mean tyrese halliburton turned into like this breakout star in a way like everybody knew how good he was if you like watch yeah. the league but that to do it on a stage like that people yeah. are talking about tyrese halliburton now and yeah. it's making me try to avoid going to look at that draft by the way <laughs> like because that was a patrick williams draft but the conversations were generating people were watching yeah. people were talking about it i hope this continues and i'm i liked the courts I'm gonna yeah. say it. I like the court. I wasn't. A, I'm not a fan of the courts. They're just too bright for me. I don't know why. I just don't like. Well, the it Pacers yet. one was. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll, I think that even the Bulls one was just too. I, my favorite color is red, but I, it was yeah. just too too much red. <laughs> see, I, I'm curious to see. I, I mean, I've been I haven't been to the United Center in a long time. I wonder how it looked in person. Right. Like yeah. if it's one of those, if the cameras now obviously TV is a big part of this whole thing, but yeah. in person maybe might have been better. But I, right. I like the courts. I like the fun with it. Maybe, maybe tone them down a little bit at Indiana. Yeah. But I, the jazz <laughs> one was cool with the purple. That was yeah. cool. Like the concept of it, the concept yeah. of the different colors like that, that was cool. And even Adam Silver was on McAfee last week, and he said, "This year one, we got plenty to figure out with this. Right, this thing isn't done. This is not going to be this. It's not going to look this way next year. They're going to make some changes. It's going to look better. But for year one, I call it a success." Oh yeah, for sure, definitely big success, big time success, and I think I I love the idea. I mean, uh, Adam Silver, like LeBron said, he's a genius for you know thinking about this and creating it, and even just bringing it to to life because uh, you know I think it was definitely needed and it brings another aspect to the to the NBA. Yeah, excitement in November and December is the biggest thing for this league because, like I said, it is football, 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 yeah. and the rest of the way. Is going to get people talking as well. And hopefully the Bulls are a part of that. You never know. Like I said, they're a game out of the play-in. If you want a standings watch in early, mid-December, they're a game out of the play-in <laughs> if you're nitpicking. But it's going to be an interesting stretch here for the Bulls coming up. because They got the Bucks Monday night. Obviously, that game is over because the podcast drops on Tuesday. You've also got coming up. I just lost the schedule. Um, Please hold while I find the schedule again. <laughs> I know they got the Bucks. And they got a back-to-back coming up as well. They got four games in five days, all against like contending teams. So you've got the Bucks on Monday, you got the Nuggets coming up Tuesday, Miami on Thursday and Saturday, both in South Beach. Interesting week coming up. I think it's a make-or-break week for the state of this roster. We'll see what happens. Going to go ahead and tie a bow on today's episode of Believe in Bulls here on the Believe Network, presented by BetOnline.ag. 
Use that promo code BLEAV, 50% welcome bonus over at Bet Online and buy our shirt. Jordan Pippen down here at the last dance shop.blue.com. We lost CJ due to some technical issues. So we're going to go ahead and see you on Friday. Enjoy the week of games. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube.